All right, Patrick. Uh, I know you guys talked a lot of Vikings on Unchained yesterday, and we can definitely talk some more Vikings, but uh, I feel like it is a great disrespect to our 4-0 Golden Gophers football team that they did not crack the top 20 in the Associated Press or Coaches Poll, uh, coming in 21st or 23rd as they will eventually skyrocket closer to the top 10 with their upcoming schedule. Uh, I would use it as whiteboard material if I were P.J. Fleck. The disrespect of the voters going into week five. I uh, actually told Judd yesterday I thought they'd go into, I thought they'd be 15, 16, 17, 18, something like that. I thought they'd be in the top 20. But uh, uh, P.J.'s got bigger worries now. He's out there trying to scrounge up cash from the uh, from the public to uh, – contribute to this uh the name image and likeness fund that's being started by uh some outfit they call it what dinky town something that's our big story today that uh, please go for fans send us checks so we can bribe players to be here like everybody else is i love it i love it we're publicly funding stadiums we're publicly funding the quarterbacks publicly funding everything yeah now we're publicly funding the play the roster so and we gotta we gotta get uh we gotta get that dinky town fund uh, going here so that's that's a big thing but so yeah. so so we can do that we can just start funds and crowdsource and say hey if that's, hey we live in one of the top it. 15 you know metropolitan markets let's just put together let's leverage our population of football fans Apparently and you can just send them your checks yes that's right and then <laughs> they somehow distribute it to the players now the players are supposed to do something i think right be a yeah i don't know what they're supposed spokesman. to spokesman yeah you gotta you gotta Yes, for, you have to endorse something or do sell ice cream, something, yeah, so, so or maybe lemonade or, stand. I, I don't know how it works, but uh, this is uh, this is the new uh, new reality, and we're we're trying to catch up here. We're you know Tennessee's got a two billion dollar freshman quarterback. Come on, let's go here. I love how the uh, the Alabama there's like two or three quarterbacks. The Alabama quarterback are doing these State Farm ads or whatever yes. on Saturday. You know they're making however much money, and we're putting together. A, gr- a ground level crowdsourcing dinky town funds, but we you got to start have, somewhere. We might have some other stuff going too. This is just another one. They divide the the, uh, the Gophers have been uh, kind of uh, low key about it. They haven't been announcing anything, but there there could be some sponsorships out there that uh, we haven't uh, heard about yet. But uh, you know who uh, the, the the interesting thing about the whole name, image, and likeness thing is the women. Uh, athletes, you know, in, in every other area, they're, they're, you know, they fly to games in different fashion than the men and they, they're funded. I like that, but the hotshot women athletes that are on Instagram are making a lot more money than the men are because young women pound the, uh, pound Instagram looking for influencers. So you know, that's how Paige Beckers, who isn't playing is making you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars as an influencer by saying what kind of sneaker she wears or something. That's so, how Judd makes his endorsement money, too. That's oh, just TikTok and Instagram. The talk, the talk I'm huge, Pat. The, the kids talk. love me. The talk, uh, the oh, talk would big. be... Uh, the, talk it, of the town with Judd. Okay. Yes. Well, that's, uh, that's good. I got it. Uh, a modern question to ask you guys, but yes, I think the Gophers should have been rated higher. I'm not, I don't know if it's board material, but uh, uh, Purdue, the big question for Purdue, I thought they're going to be pretty good, but at this point they haven't been, and we don't know if the quarterback's going to play. Uh, they got a guy who can throw around a lot and they have a pretty good receiver like they always do, but uh, you know, they 
lost to Syracuse, and they only beat Florida Atlantic by two at home. So uh, they should not be a challenge for our uh, our our mighty Gophers, who uh, have a running game. They now have a passing game, and uh, they uh, you know they uh, have a tremendous defense. I you know I agree they should be rated in the. 15, 16, 17. They, a win over Purdue will vault them into the mid-teens, though, I would think. Mm-hmm. Can Jeff Brom coach, though? That's my question. I don't know. In-game. Better than Scott Frost. They all came in about wow. the same time, right? Yeah. Uh, I think Brom came in at the same time as uh, P.J., didn't he? Right around there, yeah. And they, uh, they, they've been just okay. They haven't been, uh, they haven't certainly been a power, that's for sure. And then, and, uh, you know, it's an interesting thing about our, our mighty Big Ten is two years ago, Indiana popped up and uh, was, they what, they they went into last year rated mm-hmm. and they lost damn near all of them. And they're, they see they got, they got run by an FCS team this weekend. What the quarterback there? left. Yeah. Went yeah. The Washington. quarterback's out of Washington Penix and playing real well. Mm-hmm. And how about the two years ago? Defending two years ago, Big Ten West champion Northwestern was just spent two hundred million dollars to build this facility on a lake there that's supposed to be the Taj Mahal of sports facilities, and they got beat by uh, who? Somebody, Indiana State or somebody killed. They're terrible. They're absolutely terrible for two years. So it's uh, it's weird. Luckily, we don't have to worry about going backwards here. We're going forward and upward and onward. I think, I told these guys this yesterday, if you look at the Gopher schedule, I think the hardest games remaining in order are at Penn State. I think at Illinois is the second hardest game remaining. They're 3-1 and one and have, I think they, they're like 16th in the FPI or something, so the analytics mm-hmm. like Illinois. And okay. then probably Iowa's defense Iowa has really good defense. I would put Wisconsin maybe fourth on that list. Oh yeah, they're not very they're not very good at all. But the thing about Illinois is you know, last year they were able to beat the Gophers by doing nothing. And the Gophers could do nothing in response. They couldn't throw the ball. They just, you know, remember they just they got two touchdowns early and that was enough. And uh the the, the offense is uh so much more now to Ibrahim back and uh and the you know, the offensive line is as good as it was last year to the shock of everybody. And, uh, you know, they you can't come in here. You, Illinois can't beat them by doing nothing like they did last year. Just, you know, getting two first downs, running some clock, and punting the ball back to them. That's not going to work. They're going to have to do something offensively. Anybody seen Bielema lately? How he looks great. I think he looks great. He's, How big is he? Oh God, he's he's a nor he's wearing these tent clothes now, and it's just unbelievable. He's literally wearing clothes. a bed sheet out there. He's just, yes, the he's toga. just enormous, and he's got you know. The last time I saw him, he's wearing a beard, and uh, it's uh, un- unbelievable. He's uh, he had that uh, you know he he was uh, he was famous for his off for his campus exploits there when he was in Pemidji at uh, Wisconsin. Wisconsin, and he, he married a young uh, gal from uh, Wisconsin, and I don't know, she's let him go to hell, man. It's unbelievable. Well, I mean, he he was so cute before Pat that it, oh, if yeah. he didn't get fat. I mean, all the all 
the uh, his groupies would have never been after lost him. to the Gophers. Jetson Phil brings it up, though he was seven and zero in Wisconsin and yeah. beat him last year. He's uh, so he's uh, eight. But this would be the first ever win over Bielema. So that was uh, you know, so that that's something to shoot for too. Yeah. So hey, this is this is the year. This is the year. Yeah, go ahead. I was up early today, and there's a story. I was reading stuff on the story, and I went on Twitter. Cryptocurrency mining. Mm-hmm. Do they actually mine for cri- cryptocurrency? Do they go out and dig holes in the ground looking for cryptocurrency? Yeah, it's out. Uh, it's, they didn't. What they didn't. They mean? didn't dig deep enough in the gold mining era. It's actually cryptocurrency is beneath the gold. You got to go back it out is, to the same. A, yeah. Crypto. What does that mean? Cryptocurrency mining. That's uh, mining is. You know, you, you got a big. You ever been up the, the Iron Range? That that's mining. What the hell is cryptocurrency mining? I don't know. A. I don't know what it is. But B. I don't know how you mine for it. What what is that? This is what where smarter people than us capitalized ten years ago on cryptocurrency mining, made a mm-hmm. fortune. But then if they didn't exit from their fortune, now yeah, they're back they're, to where we are. Yes, so they're, they're bankrupt. Uh, so, but anyway, yeah. Let's uh, let's let's use let's use English here when we're we're talking about. It. <laughs> it's confusing <laughs> enough for us old idiots when then you're calling about mining, you know. It's not mining, is it? You need to go out there. I'm going to go out and shovel in my front yard and see if I got any cryptocurrency. You should do that, yeah. And if, if, the, if the city asks <laughs> you, why, are, are you, you digging up public looking? property right now? No, I'm mining for crypto, I'm mining for Dogecoin. For, I'm looking for cryptocurrency. Dig like up the that. pool. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Maybe. Get rid of the pool. Get rid of the pool. Honey, I'm mining mine. cryptocurrency. Yeah. We're going to be rich. There might be underneath that lining down there. There might be cryptocurrency. Honey, why is our pool empty this summer? It's not empty. It's full of cryptocurrency. They're it's full of Ethereum. To, uh, they're supposed to close her up late September. Where the where the hell are they? This is, isn't this late September. This is about as late as it gets. Come it's on, pretty late. Know. There's still a few days left, though. Yes. So, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's about as uh, late as it gets. I know you guys talked Vikings on uh, on the the lengthy podcast yesterday. Unchained. What is your your general feeling about this two and one squad going across the pond? I told Phil. Uh, I mean, I told Judd that I, I their defense is worse than I thought it was going to be. I, I mean, they were bad against Philly, but I thought, eh, okay, they, you know, Philly Jalen Hurts quarterback like that's going to give them trouble because he can do both things. But now you got a statue there, Jared Goff, and they still move the ball against them. They're not. I, their coverage in the back end is terrible, and. Um, and where's Donnell Hunter? I mean, you're paying him a lot of money. Where's what, what? It's okay to the new system. What's the new system is not getting him to the quarterback. That is for sure. And you know that team they're playing last week's missing their two guards, and they still wasn't a fierce pass rush of any sense. Where the where's where's Hunter? Is he just is he? Had so many injuries, he's uh, banged up, or is he just? Not I don't know. Good? I feel like his injuries. If he had like a knee or. His injuries are all upper body, right? So I don't know. Mm-hmm. I guess I think of it more as you might lose your legs as a pass rusher at some point. He's only 27 still. I think they know. need to blitz more is, is what they're going to have to do. I think they need to go 4-3. The stupid having those two guys try to play linebacker is idiotic. They're defensive and pass rushers. I don't that's think Sedarius has played in a 4-3. I think he's been a 3-4 yeah, throughout right. his career. He did. He did. He but, did. yes, right. Hunter, you're right. But uh, – Smith is, you know, I I remember him having one fabulous fabulous game, and that was in an empty Ziggy Dome 
in the season opener when they couldn't lay a hand on him, and then he got hurt. And uh, I don't know, maybe he's he's been okay, but Hunter's been invisible. Yeah, they have to Judd's point too. So they have one of the lowest pressure rates in the league and one of the lowest blitz rates in the league. Now, ideally, you would never blitz and get a ton of pressure with a five man front. Yeah, but if you can't if you can't get pressure, you probably have to change it up here at some point. Mm-hmm. Luckily, you don't really face that many great quarterbacks on your schedule. If you look at the Vikings' schedule, it, they, Justin Fields twice, Jared yeah. Goff again, and he was, he's actually been pretty good. Jameis uh, next. Jameis Winston. Jameis, you're going to get Jets, uh, Giants. Jameis was terrible on uh, Sunday. That team was awful on Sunday. I'm, I've always been the – I love the way Jameis throws the ball guy, except he throws it to the other team too often. But uh, but uh, I – I, I watched a little bit of them on Sunday. They were terrible, the Saints. So, yeah, I think they're going to be 4-1. and one. I agree with Judd on that. But I just don't think that they're that – long term, I don't think they're that good. But the schedule is – you know, the, their schedule is damn near as favorable as the Gophers, right? <laughs> I mean, they're they, – you look at their they, – you know, the Bears and the Lions, the gift that keeps on giving. They still get to play them, you know. They got three games left with those clowns. So, and the Bears are, you know, another one of those ruts where every once in a while they pop up and they're actually competitive for about a three year stretch, but now they're terrible. So, yeah, I I think they're, I think they're going to make the playoffs, the top seven because Mm -hmm. of the schedule, but not because they're really, they're not as good as I thought they were. I thought they were going to be better than this. Hey, the Vikings, the Vikings might be off the hook. So last year, in fact, it was the, the biggest episode of Purple Daily or Ventline ever was the Sunday night loss to Cooper Rush. Oh, yeah. People were apoplectic. People uh-huh. were done with this team forever. Well, Cooper Rush has made two more starts since then. He's yeah. now 3-0 and as a starting quarterback. He has uh, uh, thrown no interceptions in two starts this year. Their, bat, mm-hmm. their pass rush last night was fierce against uh, poor oh. Daniel Jones, the the, the Giants, couldn't, I mean, he, every time he went back there, his life, it, it, their best offense was when he just ran out of the pocket after being pursued. But it's amazing, though, isn't it, what an opener can mean? You know, you put all the stakes in an opener, and and Dallas was as inept in that first game of the season as a team could possibly be. Now they've won twice with Cooper Rush as the quarterback. I bet, I bet every day Jimmy Jerry Jones looking in the mirror saying, why did I give that overrated phony Dak all that money? How did I let them talk me into giving him all that money? Because he's not that good. That game, that game last night, though, is why you do not want stand-alone football games. That was a terrible football game. And oh. uh, Phil, uh, Phil, Judd and I were talking about this yesterday. You got the you got the uh, Brady and Rogers fourteen to twelve. You had all these low scoring games. Watch out next weekend. There's going to be an average of twelve uh, holding uh, on defensive backs in every game. They're, they're going to start calling all kinds of penalties so to get the passing game going again. That's you know they're. They don't like fourteen to twelve with Brady and Rodgers. No. 
they don't like that fiasco that last night was, what was it? Six to three at halftime or something or six to six or something. They're going to start hauling penalties like crazy to try to get uh, the passing game back. That Broncos offense was brutal on Sunday night. Yeah. Yeah. But Jimmy, good news. New twins, unis. Did yes. you see that? New Twins Uni. Very I did not see them. What do they look like? We don't know yet, but very up-to-date, spiffy new unis that will take us into the this century, I guess, even though we're a quarter of the way through it. But uh, I don't know, but we're going to get new unis, new scoreboard. There's going to be a new big building behind left field, which somehow we're supposed to be excited about that. I haven't figured that out. But, uh, you know, there used to be a – a saying when you when you fought Joe Lewis, you can run, but you can't hide. Uh, in this case, it's the twins can hide, but they won't run. They can't run, so that's uh, it's it's the opposite. Uh, they think that this is the new spiffy reach out to younger fans. Uh, they don't care about you. The younger fans don't care about you, fellas. And changing your uniform is only going to irritate old timers. Not that I care. They can come out there. What are they going to do exactly is my question. It, this concerns me. It, it sounds like they're trying to get creative, which when it comes to the Twins, I don't really like. Mm-hmm. Creativity is not necessarily their strength. I see they're retiring Laura Day. She's, uh, as the I heard on the broadcast, that she's the what she's been the business manager basically for a while and sales and everything. And uh, she's getting retired. And uh, I, I don't know what if this is all part of some plan or not. but. Uh, yeah. This is this is the most stale franchise officially in the Twin Cities. No playoff wins in almost two decades. Mm-hmm. You've had, and I don't mean to, you know, besmirch the name of Dick Bramer, but you've had, like, the broadcast has been largely the same for years and years and years. The team has had the same result for years and years and years. Even, like, T.C. Bear doing the same thing for 20 years. <laughs> Everything just kind of feels it's a new T.C. Bear, though. stale but, uh, for, like, I 20 keep, years. I keep going back to they've only been terrible for two seasons. You know, two, three years ago, they had 100. They hit 307 home runs. It was not, you know, this isn't, this does not compare to the 93 to 2000s, Right. It just feels that way. No, but at least in the way. in the 90s, you were still a little high from the World Series win still. Mm-hmm. So you gave him a yeah. little leeway, you know, five or six years of leeway there, I feel. Like. Judd's got his twin bucket, bucket hat. hat on for the audio audience. But I got that, my bucket hat on. Did we, this is, that? did we give that away this weekend? Damn right we did. You know why? Because we're up to date and the kids love us. Just well, like me. Love, we're on the TikTok. The kids love the bucket hat? The kids love the bucket hat. Declan wants it. Do kids kids love bucket hats, Declan? Uh, Yeah, they don't mind bucket hats. Okay. Yeah. Did they give give that away Sunday or when did they? No, no. I think like in June. Oh, okay. Today today was my last game of my package and uh, I sold the tickets. Uh, And I already got confirmation (laughs) someone bought them. So. You I, sold them? Yeah, I sold them. Someone bought them? Someone How about my my favorite twins thing from this year? It's probably a Rocco thing, maybe a front office thing. They uh, they fell out of the race, you know, oh, what, two weeks ago, whatever it was. Yes. And then they spent four days promoting, hey, Friday night, Shohei Otani, this is the place to be, Target Field. Not only did it rain and it was 50 degrees, <laughs> they sat Carlos Correa for yes. a Friday night home game against Shohei Otani. Yes, Bleep you guys. 
Yeah, I uh, kind of had the same impression. You could each at least DH'd him, right? What, Couldn't he have sat bad? the day before on the road yeah. or yeah. Saturday yeah. or something? Like, yeah. come on. It was, uh, it was uh, kind of uh, kind of uh, shocking, too. Not, no, it wasn't shocking. Nothing they do shocking. But uh, we're getting the new... <laughs> We're getting the new uni, so that should excite everybody. New bigger, bigger board, other bigger boards. Uh, so making Target Field up to date and uh, isn't that good? And what? Because of the big scoreboard, I read that they're going to have to have equipment on the field all year, all uh, all winter. So uh, they're going to have to. Go out and spend the money for another new field, too. So. Did, did I see that it's hmm. going to be like a $30 million scoreboard upgrade? Is that the price tag? I, I thought I, I saw 30 right. But I don't think that's all just the big board. They, uh, it's uh, the ribbons and the, some all other stuff. Okay. They, well, definitely, I, I, they definitely need a bigger board if they're going to – that crap that they have underneath yeah. the big board that's supposed to tell us about what the pitch was and all that. Nobody can read it. Yeah, let's spend let's spend thirty million dollars on a board that has a bigger image of the crappy pitcher the Twins are bringing in in the fifth yes. inning, as opposed to just spending it on pitching. There you go. I was the first person to make that but one. They, uh, of course, uh, they're, I think they're only paying half of the. Uh, I think, the, and we uh, are paying the rest. The uh, whatever comes from the, the money commission comes tax. Yes, okay. the commission tax. So, so we are paying. They're, the only, rest. they're only paying. Well, half, you guys. Yeah. I am. But, yeah, uh, you're not. I'm, I'm happy good. to. I'm you good. know what? <laughs> let's improve our ballparks. It's, Forget it's the schools. Something. Let's improve the ballparks. When are, the, when are you going to do something with the X? We got The X is going to start whining pretty soon about They got a new scoreboard yeah. five, six years ago. Scoreboard's really oh, nice. Okay. Yep. Oh, and Target yeah, Center got I, one like I've four years it. ago. I didn't know it was new. I mean, I'm yeah, that's new. I'll, that's make right. my two, I'll make my two, three. Yeah, I was going to say, Mr. Puck, when are you coming out? I'd make fun of Pat for never going to hockey games, but... You no, didn't even I go to a cracking game. It's like right across the street. I still have not been to a cracking game. No. I try to go three times a year. That's uh, that's good. I like I get over this three All times right. a year. No. Okay, that's fair. All and right, they're, playing, uh, they're already playing. What the hell? What kind of a goofy sport tonight? Can you start practice on Thursday and play exhibition games on Sunday? Hockey. Don't you need to strategize a little bit? No. Don't you? No. Don't you need to get ready? You just they're in shape now. And you start playing again. Ah, you just play. Hey, by, the way, to, by the way, to Coach Carol Reeve, uh, Cheryl Reeve, Cheryl Reeve, uh, she uh, coached her first game as the coach of Team USA, and they edged South Korea 145 to 66 or something like that. So that proves she can win a playoff game without Maya Moore. It's just against <laughs> South Korea. So. Yep. All right, Pat, we will uh, we'll catch up with you again later this week. All right, gentlemen. Uh, go Twins, Unis. I can't wait. Wow. So exciting. So exciting. Uh, hey, Twins fans, come to the ballpark. See the new uniforms and the brand-new scoreboard. Don't expect a playoff victory, though. That's going to be a little too much. Uh, thanks to our friends at Federated Mutual Insurance Company for helping power these Roycey rants and sessions. If you are a business owner... Uh, Federated is here to help guide you through risk management tools and resources and help you maximize your business. So federatedinsurance.com to find out more. Uh, Federated, where it's our business to protect yours.